Welcome to episode 218 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most, not as good as some. How are you, sir? Quite well. Good. Quite well, thank you. I mean, almost had to cancel. Oh. Because luckily, uh, podcasters, the, the local union podcasters, yeah. don't have the same cancellation policies as the school districts does. But I was able to make it over to the South Studio. To, oh, good. You know, oh, I, good. I, I almost got lost in a squall twice on the way over, but I did finally make it. So I knew, I knew you're going to give us some shit about that. It started at seven and yeah. it was cleared up by one. Everybody would have been at school safely and picked up. And <laughs> I thought so too, but then I got the death stare from my wife and I'm like, oh yeah, shit. The elementary kids forgot about that. What they, about them? They, they would have been standing out at the bus stop. They don't, they don't get on the bus till about uh, some of them, not even till seven 30. Well, that's where you, the parents have to kind of take the note say, okay, well, you're not going to wait there. We'll wait for the bus with you if it's, right. if it's that bad. Yeah, but right, right, right. Then they, could, then they could just really cancel it for the elementary school. <laughs> I mean, they, didn't have to do the, they don't have to go the whole school wide. That, you would think that would be a thing that could be done, but it's not. So, But, um, um, but yeah, I just uh, quick shout out, though. Uh, Saturday uh, was the Saginaw Winter Brew Festival, and um, well done. I, I I know you couldn't make it out. You had other engagements. I think you had like a whole group family birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday to everybody, by the way. And uh, but they had uh, twelve uh, uh, retail brewers, commercial brewers there, and then in the second floor they had the home brewers. And so um, g- good time, good beer. The one uh, I, I'm wanting to make a trip up to Four Leaf Brewing. They've got a new tap room. It's a newer brewery in Claire, Michigan. They had some good stuff. So shout out to them and saw all the regulars, saw loggers. Um, let's see, uh, Tyler and Russ from loggers and Aaron from, well, there were some other people there too, but I don't, I don't, I don't remember their name, uh, from Maple Grill. Oh, okay. So yeah, good time. Midland Brewing Company, Oracle, Four Leaf, Twin Eagle, uh, Grand Travers, Be Well, and that was Ciders, uh, Loggers, Three Bridges, New Belgium. So they had a bunch of Voodoo Ranger there, if you're Voodoo Ranger fans. I, I was pretty surprised with that. That was awesome. Bells and then Eternity Brewing. And for whatever reason, you told me SVRC. I was thinking Saginaw Valley for some reason. So I'm oh. glad I didn't say I'd meet you out there because I'd have yeah. been looking around the gym. <laughs> Where the hell's the I beer? I would have been saying, yeah, where's the beer? And I'd have been sent to a dorm room or something. <laughs> yeah, this guy's got the beer. Uh-oh. But uh And while I'm going over the corrections corner, you got to get our first tastings out. Oh, shit. But a couple from last week. One, I don't think anybody would have noticed, but I did listen to over one segment of it. And then all my other pods came on board, so I haven't got back to finish episode 217. But in the What We Watched segment, I said I was watching Critical Record, as we'll soon find out. It's not critical record. I'll correct that when we get into the what we've watched after we introduce the first tasting. And though it's rare, it's not a pod first, but the New York Yankees won the World Series in 2009 as well as 2001. So last week that was a corrections corner, and I said the Red Sox 
In 216, I said the Red Sox had three World Series, the Yankees none. So I did a corrections corner, and it was I said the Red Sox four and the Yankees one. And then out of the blue, uh, one uh, Brandon King, former co-worker who has retired, how long has it been? Shit, five years anyway. I know he used to listen to the pod way, 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 way back. I'm talking maybe even, he might not even have made it to double digits. Okay, wow. But I get a text. I listened to your show for a few minutes. Unless I missed it, you didn't give credit where credit is due. And he mentioned the New York Yankees winning it in 2009. I didn't listen to much of the show, though, because you butchered the opening so bad on episode 217, I had to give up. And I, you know, we text back and forth a little bit, blah, blah, blah. But so I don't know if he just randomly stumbled across 217 after being off for 200 episodes or if he's been just a, a closeted listener and right. finally had to air his grievances. Cause I fucked, <laughs> he's a huge baseball fan. Oh, gotcha. And okay. when I said the Yankees only had one, he probably perked right up and said, that's wrong. I'm going to have to call him out on that. But hopefully you're there, Brandon. And if you do listen to episode 218, I don't know, are we getting the 20-man band back together or not? You, we touched base in March of 23. And you fell off the face of the earth again. I don't know if we can get 20, but I bet you we could do at least 10 to 12 people for 100 bucks a man. So if you listen to this episode, let me know. Otherwise, this is the only way you'll, there'll be a fantasy baseball league is if you're listening to this episode. <laughs> but anyway, so those are the corrections corner from last week. All right. First tasting. We've got General George Patton Pilsner. This is from uh, Evil Check Brewing, again, from loyal listener. <coughs> wow, excuse me. Almost choked it. Tim LeBrake. So thank you, Tim, once again. I don't know. Do you want to try to read that? or No, that's a... too much. But I, I like the end of it. It says, you know, army in, in the town of Pilsner alongside of a son, son of a goddamn bitch named George, George Patton. Patton. Kind so of a Bohemian, play on the, yeah. You know, Bohemian-style lager. All right, let's get it started here. And you've got the Pelforth glass that you stole in Paris, I think. At an Irish pub in Paris, no less. And I've got the the Pomar Mousse de Cerveja. That's from Portugal. So this is the the Mike's glasses from around the world. There you go. Segment. World traveler. Oh, yes, definitely some Pilsner right on the, the hop there. Five points. You didn't, did you give the specifics? I didn't. 5.6%, 48 IBUs. That's solid. Yeah. It, it, Tasty pills. A Miller, Budweiser. Do you get a little taste? Do you get a little sweet in there? I don't get sweet. I actually, see, to me, it's almost that little bit of Canadian beer taste. To okay. It. It's almost like a Budweiser with a hint of Moosehead. <laughs> okay. All right. So, what have you been watching, Dave? All right. Uh, Can I use this Voodoo Ranger coaster? Oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Use it up. So, Paramount Plus Halo is back. So, for all of you sci-fi geeks that uh, or gamer geeks that like that kind of thing, that's back and it's awesome. Um, I'm the three episodes I actually watched because I had a little time today, Mike. Yeah. Uh, I watched. Today's episode that just kicked off the third episode of season two. Um, they made a great transition from season one and they pulled you right into the new phase of the war between the humans and the covenant. Those of you that are maybe watched it, maybe not watched it. 
no spoilers right here, but, you know, will Cortana keep control of Master Chief? Nobody knows until you get into the second episode, really, of season two. All right. Want me to keep going or you want to ping pong? Let's ping pong. All right. Because um, my first couple will just be, I'm not going to, because they're the weeklies. So there's not a whole lot right. of update, but so we're still watching criminal record, not critical record, like I said last week. Criminal right. record on Apple. Yeah. Uh, last night, episode seven came out. We haven't watched that yet. And then we're through three episodes, episode four tomorrow on Stars of Hightown. So. You know, got to keep up on them because they're they're both good shows. But like I've mentioned the last two pods, it's it's really tough after you're used to binging everything. Yeah, to go week to week. Well, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about taking the mic technique with Halo just because it's you know every episode has a bit of an adrenaline rush and you just you the story is good enough for someone like me that likes that kind of thing that you know when the when it cuts off and you see the credits you're like damn it right so you know. I'd, I might consider not watching it for a while and let those build That's up. That's what I've said for two weeks, and Liz and I always end up watching it anyway. So, yeah. uh, Warrior on Max. Um, I'm back to snail's pace. Uh, I think I got. I think I'm third episode into season two, but still good. I'm I'm liking the story and how they're putting it together. I've got the season finale left of season two. And I typically don't do that, but this isn't what Liz and I are binging. I, I just watch this like on a Monday when I'm home alone. Right. So, but yeah, yeah. And, and actually it four through nine, it's really good. Yeah. And there's a lot of turmoil and I think it's a three season show, right? I hope. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting to see where they go from there. But so, uh, that was mine. You're number two. I just went. I, I'm oh, warrior. warrior. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hijack. So we took your advice. That's awesome. Yeah. That was a cliffhanger. That one we we I think last weekend we started on Friday and we we had to finish it before the end of the weekend. Yeah, so that's we both love that. Yeah, that was yeah. seven. And I think there's a number two. I don't. They haven't given a date yet, but there is. Now I don't know. Same characters or? Well, I would imagine the. And they would probably have to do a spinoff of because sure. what are the odds the guy's going to be on a plane, the second plane that's hijacked? Well, though, no, he probably is like, I'm not riding planes anymore. I'm going on a train. And maybe so then, that's, yeah, maybe the train will be hijacked. Because I did see actually New York Times said train robberies are up. So maybe. Well, that sucks. Yeah. But uh, hijack. Yeah. So that was, yeah. I think Liz and I did it in two nights. It was, cause it was only seven episodes. Sure. So, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. What do you got? Um, Netflix, three parts. Lover, Stalker, Killer. Lover, Stalker, Killer. It's a documentary. Really? And there's some, all I'll say, there's some fucked up people. You, you have to pay attention to it because if this were a movie, you would say, ah, that's too much salt. There's no fucking way that happened. But it's a true story. I, I, it, it wasn't done, like, really good like a lot of documentaries are because there's some reenactments yeah. and stuff like that. But like the guy who, who's involved, he gave his two cents and you got to really pay attention to it. But it's just like, you're like, wow, there's, there, I can't believe there's people that that fucked up in the world that are. Yeah. It, so it's, it's worth it's I think they're three hour episodes. And again, I don't even know why they bro broke it into three episodes. Of course, I guess if somebody saw three hours and 12 minutes, they might, ah, I'm not fucking watching. That's right. why I haven't right. watched the, uh, De Niro movie yet. 
I think it was on oh, Peacock um, or uh yeah with the train killer of the moon sun or yeah, 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 yeah. whatever yeah. that yes yeah, yeah Liz and I want to watch that but it's like yeah unlike a, a series you, you don't pause a movie no. you know, halfway <laughs> through it so you got to right. get you got to have three hours and twenty minutes yep and uh so that was lover stalker killer killer on Netflix all right Netflix got it that, I got to add that one to my list. All right, then um, I got to admit this one, and I don't. I'm. I don't know if I'm embarrassed to admit it. I guess I shouldn't be, but I. I watched the Marvels. It's uh, Disney Plus, another obviously Marvel, and so it's got Captain Marvel, uh, Miss Marvel, and oh, Captain. I can't remember. She was in um, uh, the one with the witch, but it was a show. Oh damn! I should have researched it a little bit more. Deadpool. No, it was the. Uh, I think you actually watched it. It was a Marvel. Oh yeah, Wanda. Uh, Wanda Witch. Wanda Vision. There you yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she kind of got her powers from Wanda Vision, but now you know they came together because they have similar powers and they know each other, whatever. But I wondered why it flops so bad. I was kind of like, man, you know, it's like I know which one is it. It's called the Marvels. Okay. So the the three of them are in this right. one. But I could tell you halfway through, um, it turned into a musical for about 10 minutes. All right. and I was, well, and yeah, I was like, okay, I understand now why. Uh, there might have been some people that got up and left the theater. Now, it didn't stay like that, obviously. Right. It just, and then really a lot of the script might have been because Miss Marvel is a teenage superhero. Some of the script was kind of geared towards kids. Kids, teenage, you know, teenage girls, Swifty. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. So I I can see where they might lose, you know, some of the guys, you know, some of the the male fan base that, you know, sits in a dark room and just watches Marvel movie after Marvel movie after Marvel movie. Amongst other things. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. All right. um, Special shout out. Loyal listener, Grant Davis. He recommended Ted. Did not disappoint. And now Netflix, six episodes. Liz and I are through four, and I believe season two starts the 29th of February. The Tourist. It's and if Grant listens to this, maybe he can confirm. It's very Fargo esque the way it's done, and it's a guy who uh, gets in an well, it's not an accident. Well, it's an accident, but it's deliberate. And when he comes to, he has amnesia, doesn't know anything, and then it goes from there. And it's actually, it's, it's actually a really good. And the only reason I watched it is because I Grant said, yeah. now it's nothing like Ted, obviously, right? But Grant said Ted, Ted was good. So just like when Justin, he finally uh, Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad. Yeah, I, uh, those shows look stupid. I, I I wouldn't be interested in it. Boom, they're both great. So and that was on Netflix. You yes. Said? Okay. And it's six episodes, and I think it just came on Netflix because it says new release, mm-hmm. and I think that's because the season two is getting ready to come on. Okay, I want to say it's it's either February 29th or March 29th. All right, because this is a leap year, right? So yeah, so yeah. February 29th. So I only have a couple that I'm curious about. I saw the trailers for uh, one was Spaceman. It's coming out on Netflix. Adam Sandler. Hmm. This is. I don't know. It's piqued my curiosity. He's a spaceman, but 
it's weird. So check out the trailer. This is one of these things where it reminded me of when either like Robin Williams or um, Jim Carrey did some darker, more serious, like way out of their normal Robin Williams character. Was, uh, are you talking, was it photo? Uh, yes. Photo lab? Yes. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah, it was good, yeah. but it was, you know, just, you kind of had to like, right. really? You know? So this is kind of an out-of-bounds thing for Adam Sandler. I want to see how it goes and how he does with it. And then right after that, it must be some kind of a, a genre cue or something, but then this trailer comes up with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis right. A.K.A. Elaine. Bennis Elaine. From uh, this movie's called Tuesday, and I watched the trailer, and about three-quarters of the way through, I was holding back the the welling up the tears and then i re i started reading some of the comments below the trailer and everybody was saying the same thing like this this just won an oscar for the trailer but it's it was really serious and really see i don't know if i'll like her in that role yeah she's a fun luck loving not in this one all right <laughs> but uh, but but it looked really good but completely not what you would expect from her all right and then th finally to wrap it up here uh, Liz and I did finish season one of Outlander, episodes 15 and 16. Have not started episode season two because, again, we've seen it and we are, we are watching other things. Right, right. So, what was that on again? That's oh, on Stars. Stars. I just can't bring myself. Shelly talked about wanting to watch Hightown. I'm like, I can't. Not right now. We got we to gotta dump another one of our subscriptions before we. Um, well, it. The only reason we did the stars is because it was thirty nine ninety nine for the year. For the year, right? So that's not even four dollars a month, right? Yeah. If you found that deal, like say, I mean, if it's normally like fifteen ninety nine a month, then it wouldn't be worth it. But for that deal, if you can find it, um, all right, I'll look for it. And like, we we wouldn't dump Prime because of all the shipping and everything we do. Yeah. But Eric's fuck you on episode two sixteen was to Prime because now you're gonna have to pay extra to avoid commercials because. And then, like the next day, we went to Prime and it popped up that you have you got to be Prime Premium. Like fuck you. I mean, Amazon's got so much. Like, well, that was his fuck you. Like, Amazon's got that much money, and now they're going to start pimping you for commercials, well, or you got to watch. Maybe it's kind of like this podcasting yeah. platform that <laughs> gave us a little surprise last week. Yeah, that that was kind of like a donation on our part because it was just the frustration of it. Because that was last. Episode 217, start to finish, was about a seven-hour ordeal. <laughs> I know. So. I agreed. Anything else you watch? Nope. Uh, some sports, but we'll talk right. about that later. All right. Well, let's go inside the ropes. This will be quick because over the next couple of weeks, I'll have some predictions to give. AEW uh, Revolutions, March 3rd, Greensboro, North Carolina. It's definitely North Carolina. I did struggle with that last week. Uh, and I, I, I can see where they're going with this. That is allegedly Sting's last match. Now, Sting is like 62 years old, so, hey, for being 62, he can do shit that most 62-year-olds can't do, but when you're competing against 30-year-olds, oh, yeah. it, no. it, it really shows how bad he is. Yeah. But he's 62, so it's, on the one side, it's like, holy fuck, you're doing that at 62? But then when you're like, when a 62-year-old's doing it with a 27-year-old, yeah. you're like, Oh, yeah, he's bad. <laughs> but anyway, so the other night, 
<clears throat> him and Sting and Darby Allen beat Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the uh, one of the nine million tag team belt. So now Sting's last match at Revolution is against the Young Bucks, who now have turned heel. They're the EVPs. They want to be addressed by their birth, their God-given birth certificate names of Nicholas and fuck, I already Dwayne. No, Nicholas and something else, Jackson. No, oh. I I can't stand the Young Bucks. So I, I, fuck, that's gonna drive me nuts. I'll think of it later. But anyway, so now. Sting's not going to retire as champion. That doesn't even make any sense. So now the Young Bucks are going to beat Darby Allen and Sting for the straps, and the Young Bucks suck. And then WWE, episode 219 at the North Studio, I will give my Elimination Chamber picks, which is Perth, Australia, on February 24th. And the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber is going to face, well... Technically, the winner of Nia Jax and Rhea Ripley. But I said it last week, and I don't even think I took into consideration where it was. Number one, they're not going to have Wrestle. I don't think Rhea's even going to lose at WrestleMania. But there's absolutely not going to have her lose before WrestleMania, and there's no way in the world they're going to have her lose in her home country of Australia. Because she's Australian. The Elimination Chamber's in Perth, Perth Australia. So she's going to... After, like, Nia Jax has squashed her, like, three straight weeks on Monday Night Raw, she will beat, you know, probably even get a, a power move to pick the big gal up and slam her. And then I'm guessing only half the field is announced because the other, the rest of the field will be tomorrow on SmackDown. I'm guessing it's going to be Becky Lynch, and it'll be Becky Lynch and, uh, and Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. And... Just like she beat Charlotte Flair, she'll beat Becky Lynch. Yeah. And then the men's, uh, when we were recording episode 218, WWE had a, they called it a press, the pre-WrestleMania. or? When we were doing episode 217. 17. They, the, uh, the WWE had a WrestleMania pre-presser, even though it wasn't a press conference, it was basically a promo show. And... Rock turned heel and sided with Roman Reigns, kind of like I've been saying all along. And now we got a lot of talk to get to WrestleMania. And I think it basically what was settled at this presser that wasn't a presser was it's going to be Cody versus Roman for the second straight WrestleMania. And I think it's a foregone conclusion that everybody thinks Cody Rhodes is going to finish his story. And from now until WrestleMania, I'm going to beat the drum. And I was asked to be on No DQ this past Tuesday, but I, I worked later than I normally do, and it just wasn't working out. I said, don't exclude me. I'd like to be on, especially before WrestleMania. The guy said, yeah, no problem, whatever. Thanks, Virtue, for uh, inviting me on No DQ. It just didn't work this time. But my, I'm gonna, the drum I'm going to beat from now until WrestleMania is the Buffalo Bills were in four Super Bowls. Do you, do you think it was their story to lose them all? No. They probably wanted to win one, two, three, all four. They didn't win any. Why is it Cody Rhodes' story to finish? I, there's no way. Let the crowd be pissed again. Roman has to beat him. Roman has to at least get – he's not going to get to a Backlander, Backlander – um, Bruno Sammartino's consecutive streak of being the champion – because I don't even think he wants to wrestle that long, but at least let him get to Hogan. Yeah. 
And then yes. that, like I say, and then that there's some believability to it. Not because it'd be like, okay, because everybody knew Cody Rhodes was going to win WrestleMania 39. Well, he didn't. Yeah, there was some tomfoolery and some shenanigans played, yeah. but he didn't win. Right. So now when it's Roman versus Cody in WrestleMania 40, okay, yeah, that Cody's going to finish his story. I don't think that's the story that should be finished. So from now until WrestleMania, acknowledge me, motherfucker, because Roman <laughs> Reigns should win and let and that's I mean that's what that press conference did. I mean, everybody th- says it was pre-planned. I legit don't think it was. I think the punk injury got WWE on their heels like, oh, fuck. What are we going to do? Right. And Dwayne Johnson says, all right, let me, you know. And then who he's a beloved figure, and he's even getting booed even before this press conference when he slapped Cody Rhodes in the face. He's even getting booed because the people want to see Cody Rhodes finish the story. And he, he went on Pat McAfee's show, Vintage Heel, and said, yeah, we got the Cody crybabies. And now Rocky, they got Rocky Sucks chance, just like they did when, when he first came in in the Nation of Domination in the Attitude Era before he turned face. And, I mean, AEW can't get out of its own way. WWE has two injuries to two mega stars and are coming out smelling like roses because everything is falling into place. Because now this has got people thinking, like, fuck Rocky, I don't want Dwayne Johnson wrestling – Roman Reigns, that's bullshit. Cody, you know, Roman. You know. So what? everything's falling into place. I say Roman's got to finish the story. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Yes. So anyway, yeah. what else we got? Segment one, are we rating this beer? We're rating this beer. All right. Wait, where's my pen? Where's my pen, Dave? All right. You got one? Yep. All right. Well, as far as Pilsners go, it's, it's good. It is exactly as advertised. So I'm rating it in the world of Pilsners. I'm going to go 3.6. All right. And for the same, Tim, shout out, buddy. Last week, your donation was tasty. I like this one better. And because it's a Pilsner, I don't think I can rate. How, how can you rate a Pilsner a 4.00? That's hard. That's what she said. <laughs> right there. Damn it. You got to label the rim shot better. Um, it's my fault. I went 3.99. Fantastic beer. Nice. I just can't give it a four because it's a Pilsner. Yeah. All right. So untapped crowd. Let's check this out. And putting it in there with the fake computer noise. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, 3.3 thousand check-ins, good sample size, and 3.61. Oh, you hit it all, well, yeah. ah, fuck it, I'm going to say you hit it right on the head. Pretty close. Off a hundredth of a point. Pretty close. And my 3.9 is probably a, a bit high on the rating, but it's, it, it is such a good tasting beer. Yeah. For a Pilsner, it's like, hey, look, it, I got to yeah. give it some props. I actually, I thought about rating it higher, but I went, ah, it's a Pilsner. I don't know. Kind of. Right. For and the same reason. Kept, yeah, that's why I kept it out of four, because it would be like, <laughs> I'm rating Budweiser a five. Right. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> well, maybe this next one, Mike, maybe this one will be a five. Although, I'm already kind of, it's, it's a little salty right now. And nothing against Evil Check Brewing Company, I don't think. But 
This one's called Static Chipmunk, which sounds a lot like one of our favorite beers from Loggers, the Electric Squirrel. Electric Squirrel. No, two different rodents, though, right? Squirrel, Correct. Chipmunk. Correct. But I know the Electric Squirrel is authentic because of how it got named. Do you remember? Do you know the story? No, I don't. <laughs> was, was I really drunk when they? No. Because <laughs> there, there was a couple times that we went as couples that I yeah, yeah. blasted. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I know listeners can hardly believe that. Yeah, but. nobody can believe that. But uh, there was an actual incident where on the pole outside the brewery, oh, okay. a squirrel got into something that the squirrel shouldn't have and ended up. <laughs> well, it, it didn't die kind of, in vain then because of a, no. a very good tasting. Exactly. And Eric doesn't even like IPAs and loves electric squirrel. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, which kind of reminds me, I was thinking of that and reminded me of the scene from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> what you got there is a little fried pussycat. <laughs> yep. That thing had nine lives. She just spent them all. All right. So this is Static Chipmunk from Evil Check Brewing. And another donation. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate it. This, the specific 7.9%, 70 IBUs. All right. This one, they they market it as a DEPA or a double IPA. At 7.9, it kind of pushes the lower end of not being a, a right. double IPA. But And Tim... Keep bringing donations like this, and you can bitch about the length of our podcast all you want, buddy. There you go. I'm going out of the Maple Grill pint. Love the Maple Grill. Listeners know that we're huge believers in the Maple Grill. First time I drank out of the stainless steel cup that you're about to do, I, I loved it. Yeah. I don't like the stainless steel cup anymore. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And it, like, You're a traditional even, guy. Even and... at home, like when I put my iced coffee in it, the ice cube seems to seem to stick to the... the... It's so, cold. I mean, it's... I mean, it was free. Lynn gave it to us for free, so I'm not bitching about that. Yeah. And, I, and I love the, the, the traditional glass pintware. So this is not a knock on the maple grill in any way, shape, or form. No. I just don't like the, the yeah. tin cup. Yeah. So anyway, cheers. Cheers. Anyway, tin cups of movie. This is stainless steel. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Kelly McGinnis. Mm. Is that who's in it with him, or who is his? That's sad. I don't know that, or can't remember. Uh, delicious on the the no, notes. On the notes for sure. Rock on. Yes. For oh. a seven niner, that's. Yeah, that's that's. Job well done, Tim. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, you other listeners out there, feel free to. Uh, Shoot donations our way. Um, before we get into sports, I'd be remiss. There's a good word. You talk. Thank you. Well done. You talk about hard to believe, and I, I don't want to turn this podcast into a somber moment because you know, right? Twenty-seven years ago today, my dad died. Oh, that means I've I've been alive for twenty-nine years, and he's been gone for twenty-seven years. So I I. I Almost have lived more with him, or I'm sorry, without, without him, him than I did with him. Right. It, I don't even, I'm not even close to acting 27 years old. How can it be 27 years since my dad's passed away? You must have My been sons ha- are more, <laughs> as I almost spit all over the place. Chuck's been on the receiving end of some of my vaunted spittles. But my, my two boys are more mature than I am, and it's been 27 years yeah. since my dad died. Holy cow. Rest in peace, Dad. 
Rest in peace. And as Rick would say, smoke them if you got them. <laughs> right? So. All right, you got an Ovi watch? Oh, or? boy. All right. Talk about I think we I think we've got a new fucking listener to the pod. Yeah. Because the Ovi watch is full of updates. Now, he, the Caps are one and three in four games played. Admittedly, one of the games was played while we were recording 217 and after the dilemma Dave and I went through and all the uh, zombie ices that I was drinking or voodoo zombie or whatever the fuck I was drinking and the, the, the delays we had and everything. I never did give an in-pot update on Thursday's game, but the Capitals lost at Florida, beat Boston at Boston, lost in overtime to Vancouver, and lost at home to Colorado. So one and three for the week, but Mr. Ovechkin Thursday the 8th against Florida, a goal and no assists. Against Boston, he had an empty net. That, and by the way, that goal is a power play goal. Against Boston, they won 3 nothing. He had an empty netter and an assist. In the 3-2 loss to Vancouver, he had a goal. And in the 6-3 loss, he had another power play goal. So Mr. Ovechkin, since our last pod has had four weeks, he's on a six-game heater. Six straight games. Saturday's his next attempt. So for the season, he's up to 14 and 836 for the career and 58 ties Gretzky, 59 surpasses Gretzky. So all of a sudden, we got a little push here from Mr. Ovechkin. Uh, Obviously, he's not going to get there this year, but fuck, you go on a six game heater like this. Yep. Makes a difference. Gets people thinking. If you can get this to like 45, then now now it's all of a sudden looking like, okay, next year. Yeah. And then, you know, then flights, football, (laughs) anything else is going to have to go into another season of uh, production. So, (laughs) but hey, it's good to see he got on a heater. Uh He's uh, four goals since our last pod. Shit, he only had 10 the entire season before this last four. And he's, what a heater. So keep it up, Ole. All right. Is it Ole or Ollie? Mm, that's another research that we'll send that to the research department. Yeah. Uh, what do you want? Uh, I got some PGA news, but it's, it, that's in the player pass. All right. Well, NBA, NCAA. Let's, let's stick to the ice. Okay. We oh, sorry. The, we, oh we, God. We, yes. We have the PWHL and I'll let you tell the story of how we almost went down there as a trip, but Minnesota has leapfrogged Montreal and is leading the, the the league by one point and game since our last episode in Boston, who is fourth out of six, they drew a paltry 1791. But meanwhile, Minnesota, who's in first place, drew 6,276. So again, hey, win yeah. and they will come. And Natalie Spooner, I want to say she was on a, somebody's Olympic team. And Alex Carpenter lead the league with 11 points. And Natalie Spooner must be a bit of a puck hog because of her 11 <laughs> points, she has 10 goals. So she don't fucking pass the puck to anybody. But she's the uh, her and Alex Carpenter are leading the league in points with 11. All right. Be- well, before you go, yeah. what it, does your – we'll skip bas- college basketball and we'll go to golf. Is your player pass the Ge- Genesis Invitational? Has to do with it, yeah. All right, so yeah, we'll skip that. We'll we'll wait till the player. Passes. But I don't know if it's I don't know maybe it's not anything 
It's not anything specific about the tournament itself, but maybe a couple of the players. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the one. And one I of, one of them that, with I, the initial of TW. Yeah, and I almost had that as my fuck you, but I, I've had that as my fuck you for 47 times. So I figured, well, I'm not going to. So I wasn't. Well, that'll be their player path. All right. Um, NCAA men. Since, since Friday, February 9th, 15 top 25 teams bit the dust. Yeah. And only three of them were against other top 25 teams. Right. Yeah. So the parody is ridiculous. So we got. Um, Sparty making a run though. I, I, they're slated as the nine seed. I still think they need to win a tournament game. Oh, for a Big Ten tournament game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would agree. But even you know, Max and I were having a conversation, and you know, he said, right now, as of this last week. Now, this might be a corrections corner, but this is what he said. As of this last week, three point shooting percentage wise. MSU is number one in the land. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, even though they don't have any bigs that that scare anybody, do they have an? Is it, do that one of their players' last name Hill? Yeah. When he scores like twenty, well, not Hill Hall. Yeah, Hall. Hall. Hall went off last night against Penn State. Sure did. And twenty nine or yeah, twenty nine. And when he scores twenty, they're almost unbeaten. And when he's under fifteen, they suck. Well, that's the problem is, I mean, he's a talent. I don't have anything personal against him except for the fact that there are games when he literally is shuffling down the court. Absolutely pisses me off. I don't – you can tell when it's going to be a shitty game just after the tip-off because he is lackadaisical. It just doesn't seem like he's there in the stadium at all. But, yeah, he went off – last night and uh, just took out Penn State 80 to 72 and then uh they took down uh, they had a quad one win against Illinois previous to that which is that's yeah, so that's take that Grant cuz you cuz remember Grant said how would you like the Illinois Michigan State game the Michigan State got revenge yeah so but uh but yeah so that that went against Illinois and then yesterday is pretty much got everybody saying yeah MSU's in the tournament. I mean they just they've got to get a couple more wins yeah. and then at least one Big 10 tournament win like you said. Agreed. And then Kentucky against the Ole Miss uh running Rebels snapped a three game losing streak ever since I became a UK fan by proxy they went 0 and 3. They must, <laughs> you you talk about me being a kiss of death to any Buddy, I'm like, hey, I'm a UK fan by proxy. Lost, lost, lost. Like, yeah, motherfucker, did, man. Did you become a Kansas fan then? No, but that was what did that? That was their biggest loss in, in ten years. Yeah, they went to Texas. Or, they went to Texas Tech and got in Texas Tech, Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. Yeah, and they lost by like thirty, wasn't it? Twenty nine. Okay. Yeah, and I, I watched part of that I, game. Yeah, I saw, and it was. They, and the one the one announcer said this is Dickerson's worst game ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, it's been ten years it's since 2014 that they've lost by more than 20 in the Bill Self era, and you know, with your t- AP top 10, go UConn at least as of the recording of this podcast. 218 UConn, Purdue, Houston, Marquette, Arizona, Kansas won't be there for very long uh, in that spot. 
And then UNC, Tennessee. UNC just lost to Syracuse, though, on Tuesday night. Yeah, so they won't be there either. They might still be in the top 10. I don't know. But then Tennessee, Duke, Iowa State, and at number 10, the Cox. And, well, they're going to slip a couple because Auburn just beat them by 40. Oh, really? Give or take. <laughs> okay. So they're... But because that, was one, of the, I didn't see that, that was one of the three top 25 losses that was against another because it was like 10 yeah. uh, South Carolina at 20 Auburn, and Auburn beat them. Um, I'll yeah. look it up, but by I mean, yeah, it was it was by a lot. Yeah. I mean, they, they they Auburn beat their cocks. <laughs> so, um, and le- lest we forget the uh, fairer version of the NCA hoops. By the time you listen to this, Caitlin Clark will probably more than likely be the all-time NCA women's scoring hold record holder. She needs eight points tonight against U of M at home to uh, surpass Kelsey Plum's scoring record. Yep. And she averages, what, 31 a game or whatever, and she needs eight. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. unless Michigan yeah. double chop blocks her knees and she blows does both ACL. Does a Nancy Kerrigan to yeah. her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a lot closer to the record than Ovechkin is, but Ovechkin <laughs> taking a run. So I got gotcha. you. All right. And that's it for NCAA. Uh, well, you said you had NBA, NBA notes. What other NBA notes did you have? Uh, two records this week. Joel, uh, the only NBA note I have, Dave, is Joel Embiid is not eligible for the MVP because you have to play at least 65 games. He's going to miss more than the allotted time. Yeah. And the Sixers are a mundane team, by the way. There you go. Sixers that's shirt. a Sixers, Sixers shirt. shirt. Without him, and by definition, if your team is not as good without you as they are with you, doesn't that make you valuable? But the league doesn't like players resting, so that's incentive to get them to play. Whatever. Go ahead. All right. Two records this week. Number one, let's go with Steph. Steph reportedly the first NBA player to go at least seven three-pointers in four consecutive games. So in See, this, now that should have been a player pass because because my question to you, I would have said play. Why is it reportedly? Well, because somebody didn't come out. Somebody had to dig deep, and I think somebody wanted to get the. It was worded the the, the article was worded weirdly in the sense that somebody probably heard it from somebody that needed to dig a little deeper, but wanted to get their story out before anybody else got a hold of it. So you know the in this you know in the biz right as we call it. Yeah, you gotta get you gotta if you're not first, right. you're last. Right. The old Ricky Bobby mentality. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he he was, uh, what do you get, 48% from the floor, 47% from three-point land, and 100% from the free-throw line in their loss to the Clippers. But that was his fourth game that he went off at three-point land. The other one, if you have not watched Victor Wembenyama play, Wemby, if you're not an NBA guy, if you're not or gal, just watch him play. It's crazy the things that this kid can do. I mean, he's a seven foot whatever guard. It's crazy. And Embiid then all of a sudden, went for seventy against him though. What's that? Embiid went for seventy against him. Oh, I'm sure he did. But he is the second youngest. Let me get this straight now because there's all kinds of records he set this week. So he had a triple double. 27 points, 14 rebounds, 10 blocks, and then he had five assists on top of that. On Monday, the 12th, 
against the Raptors, and they won 122 to 99, snapping a seven-game losing streak. He's the youngest player in NBA history to block ten shots in a triple double. All right, but uh, there's three other rookies. This would have been a player pass, but I got too many plays player passes, so I'm just going to save it for this segment. Three other rookies. Uh, who were they that had ten blocks in a triple double? Three other rookies had ten blocks in a tri- triple double. In a triple double, not just ten blocks in a game, but in. Can you give me a time? Like uh, okay, uh, uh, 80, 89, 90. Ewing. The cap- nah, he would have been fucking. Or he would have been in mid eighties, but yeah. Yeah, the Admiral. Oh, David Robinson. David Robinson, and he did it three times his rookie year. Oddly enough, he also was a spur. That's what, and that's another stat that came out of this. Uh, The other, another one in the 83-84. Elijah Nope. His first name is Ralph. Samson? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't think he scored 10 points in a game ever. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, and then the other one, uh, big white guy, 82-83. Big white guy, 82-83. Not normally, like, if you put, if you have a top 10 list of, like, big men, not normally comes to mind, but Bill Lambier. No, Jesus. <laughs> I can't think of any big white guys. That Mark have... Eaton. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Him. Yeah. 82, 83. So, uh, blocks didn't blocks didn't start being tracked until this 73, 74 season. I was going to say, cause I wonder how many Wilt had his rookie. Wilt, Akeem or, well, uh, yeah. Akeem. Well, Akeem was in the eighties, but, eh, but he wasn't a rookie in the 80s, I don't think. Akeem Olajuwon? No. No, not Akeem Olajuwon. Who, God dang it. Um, Kareem Abdul-Zabari. Kareem. Yeah, yeah. No, he, was, he would have been a rookie in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'd, they weren't tracking him either. And Shaq, he did his in his second season. A triple-double. All right. All right. So other rookies to... Uh, now, if you want to talk about rookies just to block 10, have 10 blocks in a game, you could probably... Uh, Dikembe, Manute Bowl. Uh, Manute had five of them in his rookie season, just just right. ten block games. Dikembe, and I guarantee he didn't have ten points. No, Harvey Catchings and Josh Smith. What Harvey Catchings is a name you don't hear in basketball lore much. Do no, you? <laughs> no, you don't. I don't think I don't think Wimby could block my fadeaway. Once, <laughs> once, once, I, once I fade away, it's it's going over top. If you shot that fadeaway from no, the free throw he, line, he, he could would, be standing on the baseline and and no, nope, he wouldn't it. touch it. It's fucking killer. You've never seen my fadeaway. Okay, but now with an artificial knee, I don't know. I might, might it might be limited. All right, because I used to go off the left leg on my fadeaway. Yeah, and there it was unstoppable. It was virtually unstoppable. At Furbringer, once I got to half court, the crowd just was chanting layup. Furbringer Elementary yeah. School? Yeah. The crowd was yeah. chanting layup as I, <laughs> as I dribbled the ball across half court. Yeah. I, I actually heard one time I got a – this was in high school. This was in East Kentwood High School. I got a rebound, somehow darted out of the pack, and I actually heard people as I'm crossing half court – you know, making a beeline for the, no, it's like, turn around, don't stop. I made the layup though. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Two points for day. Yeah. Fuck them. Now listen, tomorrow. Yeah. I'd like to go, but I'm sure I won't. 
Talk about some quality fucking basketball. Oh. Tomorrow is the last ever game between Saginaw High and Arthur Hill. Well, you can't because the tickets are sold out for well, the... Okay, yeah. that's fine. But yeah. still, and it's played at the Dow Event Center. Mm-hmm. I certainly hope this game goes off without a fucking hitch. I do, too. And it's... A, now, their football teams played together, right? They did this year. Saginaw United. And this is... The last time, that, because neither team could field a football team, so they combined them, right? I believe so. They can both yeah. field a basketball team. Right. And you want to talk about some fucking, there were some epic Arthur Hill Saginaw High basketball games, oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, it was, and what about the, the coach is that like five years ago, didn't yeah. Arthur Hill, one, it was Arthur Hill or Saginaw High fired the coach, and he's now at Flint. Beecher, Beecher Flint, Northwestern, yeah. whatever, just winning title after title. Right. But oh, so, so that game is sold out then. Yes. It, that, sold, uh, yeah. it sold out in 20 minutes. That That's cool. Yeah, very cool. So uh, I don't know. I don't follow high school basketball that much. Right. Do you, Are either team? No, they're, they're pretty good this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, however, there's a couple of better teams for some reason heritage has got a really really good team this year typically they're not that great right. uh in the Saginaw well, Valley. how League. many how many fucking kids at heritage should have went to arthur hill or Saginaw high though no they, they've got a really good team this year and then the mount pleasant the oilers uh they've got a pretty decent team this year so it's it's a very very well they don't have the history of arthur hill no Saginaw they don't high, so fuck them no they don't no they don't all not right anyway all. okay the, Moving in on. the business, kids, that, that they call that going off on a tangent. Here we go. Uh, do you want to, before we talk about Super Bowl, uh, the NFL honors, you want to see how your picks went? Because you picked Offensive Player of the Year. Def- I did? You did. When? In the show last week. Wow, I was drunk. <laughs> so do you want to you wanna look at those or not really? I bullet point and refresh my memory. Well, I, we'll go fast. I can't. I can't even uh, speak to him because I don't even remember it. Yeah, we'll go fast. So, most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. You picked Christian McCaffrey. I'm right. They're wrong. Yep. Defensive player of the year. Uh, you picked uh, Deron Bland from Dallas Cowboys. And it was fucking Will Anderson. What? No, that Miles Garrett. Uh, uh, Will Anderson's defensive rookie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> So it was uh, Miles Garrett from the Browns. And, and Bland had six touchdowns. Go figure. Yeah, I don't know. And then offensive player of the year, you said CeeDee Lamb, Dallas Cowboys, Christian McCaffrey. So then. I think the league's just out to fuck me, Dave. No, here you go. Here's a winner. Offensive rookie of the year, you said CJ Stroud of the Houston Texans. Oh, even so, the blind man would have picked that nut. Yeah. <laughs> Defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson. You should be a scout then, is basically what this is saying. So Did you I picked him. Okay. Yep, you said Will, and you won that one. And then comeback player of the year, also Cleveland Browns, Joe Flacco. You picked that one. Boom. I had Baker, so I didn't get that one. Then coach of the year, I won. Wanted- coach of the year is fucking bullshit because the Houston, I know who won this. The Houston coach is the coach of the year, and he didn't get it. Nope. Right. The winner was Kevin Stefanski from the Browns. Right. Somebody's pumping the Browns or the Browns got somebody. And who did I pick? I picked. You picked. You picked. Uh, Coach, you picked uh, DeMeco. DeMarco's, DeMarco yeah. where? Ryan's. Or, yeah. Who's DeMarco Houston? Ryan, yeah. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. And he, 
Cleveland had pieces in place. Yeah. He had nothing, right? Yeah, th- this was a rebuilding year. That that I I protest that award. Right. And then the next one, assistant coach of the year, uh, we both had Ben Johnson from Detroit and then Jim Schwartz of the Cleveland Browns. So Cleveland won at least half of these awards. Jim so Schwartz I'm, is a loser. So, so I'm thinking. Ben Johnson's never had a chance to coach a team. Schwartz did, and he was terrible. Yeah, so I'm thinking somebody from the Browns had a number of people on the selection committee had pictures of them with naked barnyard animals, or they were naked with barnyard animals. So... All the, you know, the Cleveland Browns got a lot of those awards, but you did pretty good. All right. Yeah. Thanks, All right. Steve. Moving on. Now I vaguely remember as you refresh my memory. Yeah. All right. Super Bowl 58. Uh, Mr. Playoff was 1-0. and You lost because you had San Francisco on the money line. I had Kansas City on the money line. Yep. Final score, 25-22. Kansas City in overtime. First half. Boring. I don't think it was... Defensive game. A defensive game. If you like the defense, which you do. Yes. And low-scoring games aren't necessarily good defensive games. This was a good defensive game that made it low-scoring. Correct. I would agree. And, uh, fuck, Greenlaw fucking blowing his Achilles going out on the field is just another example of athletes in – 2024 are just too big, too strong, too fast for because you you develop everything except joints and tendons don't you, there's really no ways to develop a tendon. Some people claim there are but yeah, yeah, that's proof not. that's yeah, proof that it's He fucking was it wasn't even like it's one thing if you hot dog something and he was going he was hustling out to the field for defense and fucking blew his Achilles. Yep. And that's just because he is so finely tuned. The tendon said, you know what? I can't keep up. Fuck you. <laughs> so, but and I, yeah. I actually thought the game was, I like, I, I enjoyed this Super Bowl. It, I, it's different watching a game. I, I had a small wager on Kansas City because I said it on the pod. So I won money there. And the only other bet, the bet I was most excited about, I, I won like a $10 bet, won me like, I think it was twenty six fifty or whatever. So, hey, winning's better than losing, right? Right. I had Harrison Butker over eight and a half points. So when he nailed that one fifty yarder, it was like boom, over. So, but it's nice to watch a game. Like, because if the Lions would have been this, I would have been. I don't even know if I'd have watched, to be honest with you, because I could have won another thousand dollars or whatever. Right. But I hate the Lions so much, I wouldn't have been cheering for my thousand. But yet, I wouldn't want to lose a th- I, not. I wouldn't have lost a thousand. I could have won a thousand. Right. And I'm like, uh, you know, but you know, so when you have that animosity towards one team or the other, or that love towards one, I don't hate Kansas City. I don't like Kansas City. I don't hate San Francisco. I don't like San Francisco. So it was a game that I said. Yeah, and I had such little money bet on it. It wasn't enough to, you know, if, if San Francisco would have won, it would have been like, ah, fuck. I sit on the pot, you know, I, I I bet 30 to win 60 or whatever it was. So no life-altering amount of money, but it was just something to have yeah. something on the game. And it was like, so I enjoyed the game. I thought it was well-played yeah. and a defensive game. And, yeah, I, I don't know what else so, you can say about it. Yeah, some people had a problem with uh... – Travis screaming at Reed oh, at one yeah. point in the game. And I, I know what your take is going to be, and it's the same as my take. 
Well, see now, okay, Travis and Jason Kelsey on the New Heights podcast, they're players. I've never played above the high school level. So I bow to what their take is on situations. I get it. They're better than me and listen to them over me. At very least, I love the passion too. I have no problem with the passion. At the very least, the guy's got to be fucking benched for a series. Oh, he stumbled. In, but he didn't fucking stumble into him. He was fucking pouting because Kansas City didn't play. Yeah, he's intense. I get that. My intensity gets me in trouble sometimes, too. I understand that. I respect that. But at the very least, if that happens in college, oh. that does that kid play the rest of the game? Now, should he have benched Travis Kelsey for the rest of the game? Yeah, that's, hey, this is a billion-dollar industry. Put feelings aside. But it's like, at very least, dude, don't fucking run at me. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't the one that had the fucking ball in my hand, didn't throw it to you. And I don't know why why he was off the field on that one play. I, that's anybody's guess. I don't know. Right. You, you would think you'd want your best players on the field, right? Yeah. But. You don't fucking run your coach like that. Right. Yeah. But and you so, know he apologized. And uh, they all did. Yeah, yeah. Even Andy Reid's, oh, it's good. Yeah, I know Travis or whatever. But it's yeah. like, come on, dude. Right. You got to have some it's composure. Not even, it's not even about the kids watching or anything like that. It's like, fuck, you're, it's your fucking team. Yeah. You're the coach of the team. Tell them to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, I don't you agree. That's so. <laughs> I mean, to bench him for the rest of the game, I think, would be a little absurd. I mean, Sure. But. No, no. No, no. Agreed. And then the only other thing was all the controversy and conspiracy afterwards about Kyle Shanahan, you know, Steve Wilkes. Okay. So, you know, quote, he didn't mesh well. Well, he got you. He helped get you to the Super Bowl for crying out loud. Yeah. Hey, thanks. We appreciate it. You're fired. Go find another job. Yeah. There's something more to that because there has to be the defense didn't lose that game for San Francisco. No. So no. Uh, and then, uh, Fox sports radio, Rob Parker, he said, 49ers should fire choker Kyle Shanahan and hire bill Belichick. Yeah. That that, that guy should be fired. And he has billions more listeners than we do. And that guy's an idiot. Yeah. Cause that doesn't even make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Why would So, (laughs) but (laughs) yeah, yeah, that I don't like that at all. So we we won't before we. In the Super Bowl, what yes. was your take? That I don't. Hopefully, this isn't a random question. I know we have some random questions pertaining to the Super Bowl and some other stuff in segment three pertaining to the Super Bowl. But see, you said you tapped when Usher took his shirt off. I thought that. I thought that was one of the better halftime performances. I and thought, I don't even know. Fuck. I, I Usher. I'm like Usher. Who's Usher? What is I? And then he comes up. I know that song. Yeah. I know oh, that it's song. iconic. I know that song. I know that song. I'm like, and the the show was. I thought the yeah. show was fucking great. Yeah, I will. I would say it's very. It was very entertaining, very well done. They spent a gajillion dollars on costumes and and all the people, the dancers, and the in the music and the lights and everything like that. Yeah, it was. A, it was a very entertaining halftime show. It just, I don't know. I don't. It uh, when he ripped his shirt off. And then I think Alicia Keys is married, isn't she? Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, that would have been her, her husband went out there and said, "Look, 
it's all good, dude. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay. not gonna, gonna worry about that. It almost was. He that. had his arm around her. Wasn't they didn't fuck her? Anything. No, so I like, understand yeah. that. But it was a little reminiscent of the uh, the the wardrobe malfunction. You know, when you had the right Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And I'm still pissed that I missed that live. I, <laughs> I usually don't watch that, but Usher was way better than Aerosmith. Oh, I would agree. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even know Aerosmith. Uh, it's amazing how many. Beep, 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 beep. I don't even know Usher. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you kind of do because you said you knew all the songs. They're very iconic. Right. Yeah. You know, in in pop, so you you hear them all the time. And, they're used um, in commercials. They're used in movies. They're used. Yeah. I know he doesn't listen to the pod. But you never know. Across the street from the South Studio, the guy puts on Facebook. That's, that halftime show was terrible. And then I liked I liked somebody's comment. It's like I wonder who the first old white guy would be to comment and bitch about that. And it's like that that was not horrible. That was not a horrible halftime show. Yeah, they entertain. All right. And they brought it down. Yeah. I just thought when he whipped off his shirt, I'm like, all right, yes, you work out. Yes, you, you look. You got it, Flaunt. You look good, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Stun's out, gun's out. <laughs> all right, let's rate this. All right, Tim, you did not disappoint. I'll have to go back into my sheet and look at my ranking for the beer you donated last week. Now, this is a double IPA. Yes. And I'm going to go, I have no reservations going over four. I'm going to go 4.15 because Static Chipmunk was legit. All right. You have 4.15. I went 3.85. All right. I mean, it was good. I was, th- I was probably thinking too much about the electric squirrel. And it's not quite as good as the other electrified rodent. So, untapped. Hey, we got a little bigger sample size here. 5.1,000 check-ins. Oh, you're much closer to the untapped crowd here, Mike. 3.93. That I am, David. That I am. Yeah, well, that might be the case, Mike. But let's get back to, I think you alluded to the fact that we had a chance to go to the Professional Women's Hockey League game, maybe, possibly, but our schedules didn't Yeah, it, quite... would, it would have been a hell, of, a hell of a commute for me to go from London, right. England. Yeah. And I actually, uh, the Joe Lewis, not Joe Lewis arena, uh, little Caesar, little Caesars arena. Correct. But they're going to be the Ottawa versus Boston is going to be at little Caesar, little Caesars arena in Detroit, March 16th at 6 PM. So if you're interested in seeing that game, go down there and check it out. And it would be interesting to see, and it would also be interesting to see if Detroit can outdraw Boston in Detroit than Boston can do. Because Boston only had, what what I say it was, 1,700, 1,200? I I think they'll outdo that. That's going to be my – they've got a pretty good hockey following down there. 1,791 was the last game in Boston. Right. I bet you there are more than that at Little Caesars Arena. So if a game comes back to Detroit, uh, Sawyer Johnson said he's got a hookup for us. Uh, He'll get us some tickets. And uh, we can go see that. So hopefully that happens at some point when our schedules aren't yes. so busy and we have a little more heads up on that. So, yep, the PWHL in the Motor City. I little, had, an, little I, I, I had enough heads up on it. I just can't. I'm not. Yeah, you're not going to be there from London yeah, yeah, yeah. to. Detroit. Well, I actually didn't. So I needed, yeah. I needed a little more heads up on that uh, because I've got something going on and I 
could cancel it, but yeah, that would that would cause probably more problems in the long run if I did. Anyway, let's move it. Let's move on to the next tasting. And we have now this is not a donation. This is something I saw at Opperman's. This is Neil's Donuts. It's from Front Porch Brewing. Boy, I'm having a hard time talking right now. Front Porch Brewing. And they are out of, where are they out of? Willington, Connecticut. But oddly enough, on the side of this can, it says brewed and canned by 12% brewing, North Haven, Connecticut. So I'm going to have to research. We've had a couple of, we've had a couple breweries. A lot of collaboration. Yeah, a lot of collaborations with this 12% brewing out of North Haven, Connecticut. But this one's a bit of a banger. This one's 10%. And by the way, you didn't let our listeners know that we were in a stepladder program. Oh, we are in a yes. stepladder program, yes. Five, six, seven, nine, ten. Yep. So this is a 10%er, uh, zero or NA IBUs. This is a pastry stout. So this has got potential to be very sweet, very rich. So this one has, it's an imperial stout brewed with donuts, cocoa nibs, caramel, and coconut. Coconut, I know, is not yep. your favorite. But if it's in the mounds or almond joy, I'm all for it. There you go. And I'm going out of the rust and spoke glass. Yep. And I'm going out of the flights, football, and anything else glass we got from loyal listener, Brian. Brian. Dick Fisher. <laughs> You know, Brian. Dick, Brian hasn't given Dick, a shit. Dick Brian Fisher. Although, Why did I think his name was Brian? I, although Brian, I take that back. Brian did. Brian, Seven Up. Brian did say Universal and Disney are separate entities, and he mentioned the ride you were talking about, and him and his family are Team Disney, but they are separate entities. And yes. Nothing to, okay. So. He so, didn't give us that much in, anyway. in, information. All right, thank you, but Brian. But he didn't give us any glassware, so get on the stick, Brian. Come on, talk to me, buddy. <laughs> so, Fish, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. Uh, probably because I haven't talked to you probably since the last time you listened to the pod. Since my mom died. <laughs> my mom can only die once. So, That's true. You know, so maybe you'll never see him again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> wow, it's the third segment. Here we go. Yeah, I got, I can't toast you because I haven't poured yet. No. I'm too busy talking and embarrassed. I forgot Fish's first name. Here we go. Cheers. Cheers. He'll never listen anyway, so it's no big deal. <laughs> Oof. You can smell the chocolate for sure. Yeah, and it's uh, desserty on the nose. Very desserty. Very desserty on the taste buds too. And the the chocolate donut the. the I'm not getting the coconut. Are no, you? no, a lot of chocolate yeah. donut. Yeah, chocolate. Yeah, but this is actually here's the, here's the on the can. Do you see the word Samoa anywhere? Samoa. Yeah, S A S A M A. No, I don't know. Yeah. So, and that is somewhat a picture of a what? Girl Scout. Sure. Yeah. Have you? Do you remember the Samoa cookies? Oh. And this is actually, I this is borderline copyright infringement, maybe. <clears throat> but do you remember those Girl Scout cookies? Yes. But okay, so that's what this is supposed to taste like. Okay, and I think it's pretty damn close. Favorite Girl Scout cookie? Yeah. No. What? Oh, what is, what is Thin Mint? Yeah, Thin Mint's first. Okay, Brulee Thin Mint. What is your second? Oh shit! Would it be the? It's the, probably one. It's probably this. 
the Samoa. Ah, uh, see, I like the uh, the what are the peanut butter one called? Doodads. Oh, yeah. And then the other one is the Scotties, the old almost like a Lorna Doom with a little bit of sugar on it. Yeah, that one. Do you remember one... the day where you used to get a fucking box of Girl Scout cookies and it was a full fucking box of cookies? Yeah. Now you get fucking. <laughs> you know, I measure up good to those, if you know what I mean. You're like, yeah, look at me. I'm hung, I'm hung like a horse. But <laughs> come on, why'd you have to do that when we're talking about Girl Scouts? God dang it. Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, okay. I'm talking about Girl Scouts. Get your well, mind out of the There's a picture of a Girl Scout in front of me right now. Get your mind out of the gutter for heaven's sake. So anyway, we digress a lot. But, but I mean, yeah, the Samoa cookie, and that's – but when you – when I was looking up the particulars on Untapped, this one, I mean, I it's Neil, it doesn't say Samoa on the front, but I was a little confused because it says Samoa on Untapped. So if anybody's looking in the Untapped, it did is Neil's Samoa Donuts. Well, the t- yes, I did. Okay, actually. yes, yeah. did. I didn't question. You. I just was yeah, yeah. wondering. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did. All right, moving on. Moving on. Let's go player pass. I think player pass. Yeah, Super Bowl commercials. Yes. All right. Player pass, you're yeah, going oh, to play. I, I, well, absolutely, one yeah. fucking 100% I'm playing. All right, your fave. Not a question about it. The Dunn Kings. Dunn Kings, okay. With ben Matt Affleck. Damon, Ben Affleck. Yeah. And I, I'm Nick in his traditional Super Bowl party, all the kids. What a great group, group of kids. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'll give a, a sort of fuck you to my wife right now. It's not Ooh. the fuck you segment, Uh-oh. but... She took the picture and posted on Facebook without me in the picture. Hurtful. <gasps> she knows the boys like me better than she like they like her. And so she wanted to snap the picture without me in it. So that, you know, so Liz, All right. you'll never live that down. That was very hurtful. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to that. So All right. um so but as twenty as twenty, twenty one year old kids, young men, fine outstanding young men. They don't need me hanging around supervising like I used to 10 years ago when this thing started. Right. So I'm downstairs watching the game, periodically go up, shoot the shit with them. Like I say, great, great group of kids. So everybody who has the kids that were at our house, give yourself a pat on the back for an excellent job raising fine, outstanding young men. You're welcome. But what was the random question? Oh, Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. And I'm downstairs and... And, and Matt Damon Reed says, "How do you like them donuts?" I'm sorry, I just, I literally like. <laughs> I mean, it was fucking comical. So it's Dunk really, Kings, yeah. without question, yeah. was the best commercial on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> it's really hard to be your friend right now. <laughs> it's like, yeah, right. It's... All right, and then even J Lo, you know. Oh my God! And her, what? She's with Ben Affleck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. We we talked about this, <laughs> but uh, and like and I went upstairs. I had to yeah. explain it to the kids. Yeah, because I yeah I didn't get it. Yeah, I said okay. Well, Goodwill hunting. Yeah, he says, "Do you like apples?" Oh. Yeah, and uh, I had to explain the scene to How them, about them and I could see why it wouldn't be funny to them, but right. to me it was fucking hilarious. Right. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> No. Do you like donuts? I'm sorry, I can't do this. I mean, it was excellent. And then they're all in their stupid costumes. It was great. All right. All right. Now, right out of the gate, you got Kim Jong in the cryo tube. And he was hilarious with the Popeyes, the wings. 
you know, and that he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's doing, he's yeah. experiencing all the things that he's missed and, you know, the self-driving car and the, you know, he's sitting in the vibrating chair and he's got, he's got wings all over him. I thought that was pretty funny. Then the Dunkings came along and I'm like, all right, all right, that's got, that's got it beat. But I, I have to give the nod, the number one to the Uber Eats. Especially that's my number, that's my number two. That's especially number two. when je- Jelly Rolls in the mirror going, I, it won't come off. It won't yeah. come off. I see I, what I thought was funny that was Jennifer Anderson telling David Schwimmer, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Who I, are you? Yes. I worked for you for 10. I worked with you for 10 years. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. Not remember. I'm yeah, not buying yeah, it. Yeah, that was good. And then. um, Oh, and then the, my number three. Yeah. Was where Tua tries to throw a football over the for Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the. Uh, the the sci fi guy, you're the sci fi uh, guy. Who's that guy. Star Trek, um, Patrick, <laughs> and he says, I need yeah. a football shaped <laughs> head, and he throws it. So that was good. Yeah. And then the other one, I like this is the second year in a row. I don't even know what they're advertising. So, was it a good advertisement or a bad advertisement? I know it's some investment or banking or whatever where the two kids are playing. I think it's pickleball, even. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I, I text. I text yeah, the Blackhawk Larry and said it's tennis. He said that was pickleball, pickleball. dumbass. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, fuck, pickleball was tennis was easier to do while I'm driving. Yeah. No, it's the E Trade babies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one, and the, the first couple points, the, the adults just slam it. And then all of a sudden they start. That was actually good too. So yeah. I thought, and again, somebody on Facebook said, I thought the fucking commercials were supposed to be funny. It's like, you know what? Play yeah. Russian roulette with a full fucking chamber and end it because those were fucking fun. <laughs> they were hilarious. So I didn't hear some that I one I didn't see that was actually kind of funny that I saw online after the fact. I must have walked out of the room to get a snack or something Tom like that. Tom Brady went in the, too much. He can't do on draft no, kings or no. I saw that one. See, I, fish t- fish texts me that, and I'm like. I must have had to piss on that because I didn't see. That was good. Yeah, that was good. I didn't see it because what was it? DraftKings or FanDuel? Uh, Anyway, one of the two, and it was basically, dude, you've won too much. We're not giving you. You're not winning anymore. And I and I missed that one. Damn it. Yep. And then the Christopher Walkins, you saw that one, and that I didn't think that was. that was okay because I got the premise of it, but I was super funny. Thought Christopher Walken was a shit fucking. Actor. I don't like him. So that's therefore I get yeah. where they were going where yeah. they were all Im- yeah. imitating shit he said. Yeah. So it was well done. I didn't like it as it's much. It's the real deal. 100% electric. Anyway, can't do a Christopher Watkins. I'm not good at that. Uh and then um Oh. Of course they had to bring back Mr. T. There's no T in Sketchers. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mr. T's in Sketchers all the time. That was even worse, Mr. T. And then the other, oh, the one that I didn't see that was actually pretty good was Martha Stewart, Snoop Dogg, and Willie Nelson for Bic Lighters. I didn't see that. You didn't either. see that one either? No. All right. So they had Willie, and basically they kept, they kept, but that's, be- that's, I don't, so I, Willie, I don't approve of that because Snoop quit smoking. Well, apparently he's still, he's still advertising for it because Willie stole, uh, Willie's uh, extended Bic lighter. And then, but the whole commercial was, it, it was kind of like they were alluding to weed, but Willie was using it for all these other like oh, floating God. candles yeah, and, a, and an extra large, super thick 
you know, kerosene bug light. Yeah. I don't know what the hell it was, but anyway, I, I saw that one online and that was pretty good because I, I was looking through the list, but you know, there were some other decent ones. Anthony Hopkins. He was the, the, the uh, uh, English soccer mascot. I don't know if you saw that one first. Is it S T O K? It's the cold brew. What's that? What's that beer or beer? Jesus coffee. Um, the brand name is S T O K. I thought it's, I don't remember that. I, it was really weird, but it was have good. taken a lot of piss breaks. It was okay. I must have too. Cause there was a shit ton of commercials. Uh, but I did like the, uh, and this is not a commercial, but the kick of destiny. They did a nice tip of the cap to Carl Weathers. Yes, they did. Yes. The other commercial I did like is the guy from Shit's Creek. The, the, um, he's yeah. The guy's son. And remember they did the champagne toast. It was a big gigantic champagne bottle outside. It was for oh yeah 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 and that oh guy, for wait a minute home.com yes yes so I didn't understand that they must have spent a shit ton of money on homes.com because they had three or four commercials yes yeah and and that guy is um the yeah. son of the the star of Shit's Creek and oh but he was in American Pie you're talking about that dude that guy the dad was in at the American Pie yes yeah. I can't think of his name, and that's his, his son. son. Okay, and his son is plays gay characters. Okay, and is legit gay. Okay, which is good, and he's he's actually the best character in, in, in Shit's Creek. Creek. I mean, he's fucking yeah. phenomenal, and he was great in this commercial too. So yeah, I didn't. It was they weren't the funniest ones, but oh, no, no, they were, yeah, they they were, were entertaining. In my top four, but yeah, it was like, okay, the yeah, home.com or whatever spending. Yeah. They're, they're bringing it. Cause Jesus. I think it's like a half million dollars for 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're doing in my class is we are tracking before the super bowl. I, all the kids had to pick four companies that were advertising. There is a website that tells you all the companies that are advertising yeah. during the super bowl. They pick four companies, put their stock price, prior to the Super Bowl and we're going to track them for the next month and see if the Super Bowl ads actually have any effect. Now, on... was there a Fritos? Uh, not Fritos. Um... Mar- uh, Mars had uh, M&M's and another another one of their brand. Uh, Mars Candies had another one of their brands in there. No, but like besides Frito-Lay, M&M's. Frito-Lay, Pepsi usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were supposed to, but. I didn't know. I don't have anything on my list that actually says that. I mean, the st- yeah, there was there was one. There wasn't anything that I noticed. So no. What did you think about the T-Mobile with Jason Momoa and the two guys that normally I was kind of like, eh. like it was. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan of that. One. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, and then what about State Farm and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like a good neighbor. That, that was I. That was Pay again. Bob. It didn't rank. It didn't crack my top three to five. But I thought that was cool because he's like, yeah, neighbor. That's what I said, neighbor. <laughs> and then, hey, right, hey, hey, let's try this again. <laughs> we got a new script for you. So, All right. Cool. All right. Next player pass. Yes. ESPN. What are the best ways to bet Tiger at the Genesis Invitational this weekend? I, I'm going to play, and I'll play by saying bet him to lose. <laughs> okay. Well, you're kind of on track with, with what they were saying. So this was actually uh bet ESPN. It was their video segment of bet ESPN. And they said, okay, so if you're going to bet Tiger Woods, you bet Tiger Woods over Ricky Fowler 
plus 125. This is mostly, and this is a quote, this is mostly a play against Ricky Fowler because he has not been very good the last. So yeah, that that I think that's horrible odds. I think Ricky Fowler will beat Tiger Woods. So to get to bet Tiger Woods at plus one one twenty five is a horrible bet. Okay, next one was bet under par first round because he has been hot in the okay, first well, rounds then, in his previous previous three odds? starts. Because actually he's um, plus one after one. So that if you so if you probably you lost under you lost that <laughs> you lost bet. you lost that bet, and then uh, Tiger top thirty plus ties at plus one oh five. Oh, that's horrible! That right, that's just plus, like a top thirty at t- plus one oh five even yeah, money. That's right. a horrible. Bet. I'm sa- I said this is kind of what you were saying. It's like these yeah, are not. And then that's what you you go to ESPN <laughs> golf and Tiger Woods on the thing, and he's in. 44th place, admittedly only nine strokes out because the guy who's leading it is plus or minus seven with a 65. Right. And he was plus one at 73. Right. So whatever. Yeah. But yeah. All right. And that was going to be my fuck you, but I just said that, you know what? I've done that too many times. I'm right. going to turn the page. <laughs> Figured that was. Would say. Yeah. All right. Another ESPN. <laughs> so okay. SVP. Yeah. Stephen Van Pelt. Or Scott Van, Scott Van Pelt. Pelt. Jesus, what am I? What's my problem with names today? Stevens is like distant cousin that didn't make it quite as famous okay. as he All did. Right. Thank you for covering for me. Appreciate that. Anyway, Scott Van Pelt. Jeez, I'm never gonna make it in this industry, am I? All right, someone needs to be an adult in the room at the Phoenix Open at the Bird's Nest. Player oh, pass. I'm gonna play that because that was a player pass for that I had for you. All right. Listen, do you want to player pass it? Mm. Oh, I'll play. All right. You don't fucking hype something as the the world's biggest party golf tournament and then piss and moan and cry when shit gets out of line. So I, I'll, I'm going to play your thing. It's like they're, they're, you don't have to put any supervisor in it. You're going to fucking tout your waste management Phoenix Open as, hey, this is a fucking party, and we're going to stress it. Right. And then cry when shit gets out of line. And Zach Johnson, you're lucky I have another fuck you because you would be my recipient of my fuck you. Don't cry like a little bitch because people are yelling at the golfers. That's what this tournament is, and that's like anything. Year one, it's this. It's like, hey, we, let's. year two is like, hey, we got to take it up. And year three, take it up. Oh, the year, that's the human waste beings. management Phoenix yeah. Open has been a party atmosphere, and now you're gonna cry wolf because shit got out of got wonky on you. Yeah, you you didn't see the writing on the wall. That's no. the way it should fucking. That's the way no. golf should be played. You should have to putt with somebody fucking screaming and yelling and say you fucking suck. And then all of a sudden, looking out out of the corner of your eyes, you're trying to drill this game. <laughs> Uh, match winning nine foot putt, see somebody get fucking sucker punched in the temple. That's what golf should be. <laughs> and so, yeah, so don't fucking even go there and yeah. cry wolf to me. Right. This is the monster you created, right. and people responded to your monster. Yeah. And now you're yeah. going to cry wolf. Right. I don't, yeah, that was, that was my take. My take was a little simpler. Humans plus alcohol plus time equals chaos. Right. Yeah. And so, they've and they've hyped it. Yep. So deal with it. Yep. All right. Next, player pass. Syphilis is soaring in the U.S. Hmm. 
I'd like to pass this one, but let's play it just simply because I, I got to hear the data. All right. Cases have ridden. Ridden. <sighs> All right. This, it can't be this 10 percenters kicking in already, but maybe. Cases have risen by 80% since 2018, the CDC reported. Now, this is a New York Times uh, article, January 30th. The good news, chlamydia remains far more common. All right. <laughs> Why the rise in syphilis? Yet chlamydia is far more common. Too many humans are forgetful and or dumb. They're just there because of all the advances in HIV uh, pharmaceuticals and all this other stuff. Apparently, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people aren't using condoms. And the fact that we don't promote it here in the States like they do in Europe and other countries. Huh. Yeah. All right. Raw dogging's best, I guess. <laughs> right. Does he know the does he know what raw dogging means? <laughs> yeah, shrinkage. Shrinkage, yeah. Or sh- not shrinkage. 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 <laughs> shrinkage is what George had in when it, I was in I was in the water. When something's not as yeah. something appears. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wasn't that the one with the baby where he was yeah. walking where they were at the ugly baby? Yeah. Was in the yeah. Yep. All right. So next one, player pass. Alabama mom is a one in a million delivering two babies from two uteruses in two days. Player pass. I'm passing because that just sounds made up. <laughs> okay. All right. Kelsey Hatcher would disagree, but we'll pass. All right. All right. That's it. All right, one player pass for you. I have a next one to die, so that one we'll save for whenever you want to, unless you want to do it right now. You curious? Yeah. All right. Kelvin Kiptum, who shattered the world marathon record in Chicago last year, died in a car accident in Kenya on Sunday, according to International Track Federation World Athletics. He was 24 years old. So uh, he became the, when he was 23, he became the first man to run under 201, two hours and one minute. So he ran, I believe, uh, yeah, it's down here. He ran two hours, nine seconds in Berlin in 2000. uh, Nope, never mind. He ran two hours and 35 seconds. My fault. He finished the Chicago Marathon in October, this past one, uh, in 2023. At two hours and 35 minutes, breaking the mark held by, and I'm not going to be able to pronounce his name, who ran two hours, one minute, nine second in Berlin in 2022. This is a player pass or is the next one to die? That's the next one to die. So he is a world marathon yeah, he, record holder. He's not famous enough. to. He, he, eh. does, he, doesn't, he doesn't qualify. He's not Carl Weathers. He's no. not uh, who joined Carl Weathers yeah. last week. Maybe not famous who, enough. Who, but who joined the, Carl Weathers last week? It was Carl Weathers. And oh shit. Um, anyway, we'll go yeah. back to that. But I'm just saying, from the fact, I mean, I ran two marathons and to to run two hours and 35 seconds. You weren't even close to that, were you? Oh fucking hell no! That's right. what I'm saying. I mean, I got to mention the guy. All right. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's yeah. a borderline next one to die. I mean, yeah, I know. I, I know you wouldn't appreciate yeah, it, but so. I had to mention it. Rest in peace. Okay, here we go. Next. All right. What do you got? All right. One player pass for you. All right. Now, you know what? On second thought, because I'm going to turn that player pass into a random question. Oh. Rather than um, 
player path. Okay. So that was the stump Dave music, yes, it by was. the way. Okay. It was. All right. That's why I, I opted out of that because the random question we'll finish with. Okay. All right. Ready? Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to give you, I'll fade it off because it's another vocalist doing it. And that probably is going to be the giveaway. But anyway, here we go. The air's electric, sparking power. Loaded, loaded. Mm. I'm getting hotter by the hour. Loaded, mm-hmm. loaded. I set my sights and then home in. The joint starts flying when I begin. I'm not going to be able to hit the musical range of this song, but I can no, put a medley to it. No, I have. Um, hold on. Fuck, just a minute. Uh, <sighs> Scorpions. No. Shit. After Midnight. Shit, I got part of it. You have, um, you have two of the three. It's a three-word song, and you have two of the three words. Dun-dun. After Midnight. Rockin' to the core. Dawn. Dawn. And I'm gone. Yes, I'm gone. Yeah. Rolling. What is, what is the word before Shit. after midnight? Rockin'. No. no. The air's electric. Sparking power. Rolling. Loading. Whatever. It's loaded. I'm getting hotter by the hour. Loaded. Loaded. I set my sights and then home in. The joint starts flying when I begin. Yeah, I got it. Uh, Blank after, after midnight. midnight. Um, rocking till the, the dawn. dawn. I got all the Loving. other. Yes, I know. I got it. <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. You can't get the word before <sighs> after midnight. Loving. No. Living. Living. After midnight. I'll give you like 23 percent Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, But that is number 43. Wait a minute. The the, artist. Yeah. That's number 43 on the top 180s rock song, Living After Midnight. Yeah. By. I said Scorpions, but it's not Scorpions. It's. Some would say it, and forgive me. Pastor Julie, some would say it in place of, ah, Jesus Christ. Oh, Judas Priest. There we go. Dang. All right. All right. right. That was number 43 on the top 100 list. Yeah, not a super, I don't have, yeah. Obviously, I should have known it, but I don't have them on my playlist. You want me to go first or you have one? I do not have one. All right. My fuck you is admittedly partially because, you know, like when you're home alone and you might start tugging on a appendage and all of a sudden. My arm. Somebody kind of like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, yikes. (laughs) And you're, you're, you know. Where's this going? A little bit like, you know, you're you're caught with your pants down, literally. Okay. 
that so part of that f you is this because that's how i felt you sent me a text hey do you think the people that bet the under are gonna under. be pissed at yeah. jake moody for missing the extra point if each team scores a touchdown and i responded back well each team can't score a touchdown because if you know the if san francisco scores the first team scored blah 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 blah, blah. and then so my fuck you is to the NFL for the very first, the inaugural, I don't know when it came into place, but this is the first time it's ever been implemented that each team gets the possession regardless of if the receiving team scores a touchdown or kicks a field goal. How do you fucking change the rules from regular season to playoffs that drastically. And it was evident that even the Niners didn't know because why would the Niners receive knowing that Kansas City was going to get the ball regardless? Shame on them for not knowing. Shame on me for not knowing. Like I say, so the 49ers were caught with their pants down, just jerking that monkey. And somebody walked in and said, hey, what are you doing, guys? Oh, uh, we 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 thought we could win it with a touchdown. No. Oh, wait a second. The game is each team gets the possession, and don't even give don't listeners don't give me while the NHL has a shootout in regular season, Mike, and not in the playoffs. Nobody wants to see a five overtime game on December twelfth. That's why they implemented the three-on-three overtime and then the shootout immediately following if the game's still tied because they want to end regular season games because there's 82 of them. This is the NFL. I am of the mindset, I like sudden death. I get when coaches play chicken shit, you win the coin toss, you kick the field goal, game over. I reluctantly accepted that, but now... You give up a touchdown and you still get the fucking ball? Uh-uh. That's bullshit. That, that, that's complete, utter horseshit. That, and it's the, the mindset of the world we live in where, hey, everybody, the world's fair. Everybody gets a shot because if San Francisco won the coin toss, received, and scored a touchdown, and you lost. That wouldn't be fair that you lost the Super Bowl that way. The world's got to be fair. Everybody gets a fair shot. Stop the motherfuckers to play a fucking game. And again, part of it, the fuck you is I'm embarrassed. I didn't know the rule. And the, the fucking referee explained it to the guy. Because he even said to the guy when the Niners said, I will receive the, the officials said, are you sure? <laughs> I mean, and he's like, yeah, we want the ball. <laughs> and then, then everybody's like, okay. And then even Travis Kelsey on the New Heights podcast said, when, as soon as he said receive, he said, like, yes, we know what we need to do. Yeah. And I think the best overtime is the NBA overtime. It's like, all right, we're going to overtime. It's 12 minutes. If, if the NFL wants everybody to have a fair shake, play one quarter. I th- it's and, like, and, hey, so if you can if you can have a 15-minute drive, yeah. kick a field goal, and win the game as yeah. time expires, you win even though the other team didn't get a possession, or you just play the game. 
they went one quarter anyway. I mean, uh, damn near. Right. Yeah. Right. But so they should have done that. And exactly. And and I the the regular season rule is the team that receives kicks a field goal, the other team gets a chance. And like I told Fish at Tony's when we went to breakfast on Monday, I'm not even a proponent of that. I'll accept that because I don't like the coach winning the toss and playing the chicken shit way, getting into because a 50-yard field goal in today's football is a drop in the bucket. Right. So I don't lo- agreed. Although personally, I think it should be sudden death or do what the NBA does is like, hey, okay, we're playing one quarter. Yeah. Play one quarter of football. If it's still tied after 15 minutes, then we go into overtime number two. Starting the game over and the team gets a chance to score, that's I, I and that this I don't know how long this rule's been in effect, but this year is the first year it's ever been implemented. And right. clearly nobody from San Francisco knew because <laughs> in this scenario, why would you receive the ball? Yeah. You there's Correct. no reason to receive Correct. the ball. And that was all over the web. And so, and yeah. again. So, do we pity San Francisco? No. Shame on you for not knowing the rules. Just like shame on me for not knowing the rules. But I think that's stupid. You, life isn't fair. Hey, if it comes down to a coin toss and you give up points, you fucking lost. Sorry. Well, hey, it right. wasn't fair. No, it wasn't. Yep. <laughs> you know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. All right. I think we're at that time when we got to unless you got something else i have a random question for you all right kansas city has super bowl celebration yesterday yeah now yep as the big dog from spilling the nachos would say by the way after missing a week they just released episode 136 today of spilling the nachos and as he would say when it comes to gun control right i'm switzerland you know, I whatever. It is what it is. I don't care. Right. Now, I almost think gun control or people that want to be in possession of guns and say, hey, carry yeah. whatever, yeah, right, whatever. Right, right. I almost think what's coming out now hurts their case because I almost think it would have been better if, like, Mike and Dave are just disgruntled Eagle fans and like, God damn it, Dave, we lost four listeners. Now we're down to three. And we lost $9 on our FanDuel accounts. Let's go to this Kansas City Super Bowl parade and fucking spread shrapnel all over the place and kill everybody. Let's go out in style. I guess everything that's coming out, yeah, it was just a little disturbance that... Yeah, the argument. Yeah, a little argument. Like, so... My first example was like, hey, there's no way you can, even if the, all the honest people turn their guns in, bad people are just still going to have their guns. Yes. Correct. But now, if you couldn't carry in this, that, and the other thing, could this situation have been prevented? Because it's like, it sounds like everything's hunky-dory. Now, I don't even know what fucking argument could take place. It's not like an Eagle fan was there and like, hey, fuck you, Travis Kelsey, I hate your guts. Right. No, no. It would be Kansas City fans going to this thing. At least two of them were under 18. So they're not rational people to begin with. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and I, and I'm not, I just think the whole thing is like, 
I almost think it would have been better, like, for the people that like to carry guns and whatever, which is cool, it would have been better if it was just two psychopaths like, hey, you know how we can fucking get our name on the map? Let's just go fucking blow everybody up and just shoot everybody at the kid. This sounds like it was people out there, and, you know, somebody, like, might have, like, rubbed against somebody else's girlfriend's boob, and they say, hey, motherfucker, you just touched my girl's dick, and started shooting. I mean, I, from that standpoint, like what you just said, it was regardless of who's carrying or not carrying or whatever, it was it was not it wasn't something you could stop, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely not. Uh, and that, except for the people. Now I applaud, and it sounds like you read the same article as no. I did. You know, the people that just that saw it, heard it, and then just started tackling people. Right. That's awesome. I don't know if I could do it. And the mayor of. Uh... Kansas City, big double thumbs up to him because he fucking spoke. I, I give him a double thumbs up for his post yeah. whatever speech. But it, it's just weird that, I mean, it, a, a dispute between people like, well, what dispute could you possibly have at a Super Bowl? Rally? But I mean, that's what that's, you know, you're trying to think of like rationally, but like, again, you know, when you're dealing with teenagers, it could, it could, it could erupt it. It could have been over nothing. Like you said, like your example was pretty valid. So, and they just could have been, you know, carrying those weapons thinking they were cool. And then unfortunately something happened where they actually thought and got out of their mind and thought, thought that that would be a okay way to use them. So, I mean, it just, it's sad. I don't, I, yeah. It, it like, if I was, if I had a young family and, you know, let's say the lions, you know, we're gonna, I would at this point, you know, I don't know if I would think twice about, I don't know what I would do. I'd think twice about going down there and celebrating. See, I disagree with that. Cause that could happen anywhere. True. I mean, you could go to right. McDonald's. Right. And get your head blown off. Well, you could. But the more people you put in a smaller space, the probability increases. So you'll never go to a football game then with 80,000 people because there's. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, but what kind of. They check people at the door, don't they? They most, weren't checking. Most, most, well, how yeah. can you check in yeah. an open venue in a city? That's what I'm saying. Like in these, I'm saying in these <clears throat> specific things. Well, that, but that's right. Yeah, that's, that's my only point. As like those specific things. I, but see, I I don't, I don't think you know. Can, I don't think you can live that way. Yeah, I don't think you can live that way. That that's well, a whole that's to. a whole different. I don't. Ran, want, that's a whole yeah. different random question. Right. Whether or not you're going to change your well-being, but it's like I almost think it's almost more explainable if just two jerk-offs. That that's what happened. Yeah, who came in their pants? <laughs> yeah, before they got to to meet the pretty girl and were bummed at themselves because the pretty girl laughed and said, <laughs> "You came in your pants, you loser," and then came to the the thing and said, "I'm gonna fucking shoot people because she laughed at me because I came in my pants." Oh no, that yeah, that that's actually you just say, okay, this is a nutcase. This is somebody. I mean, it was a it was a disturbance yeah. between. But it was like, yeah. So that's where. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So. Yeah, it, it's it's random. But now, and... how? But how you can chastise cities for having events like this? Like, okay. Oh well, no, you can't. You, Who chastised them? Everybody's like, oh, oh well, seriously. Kansas City is a 
we've done three of these before with no okay yeah shit happened yeah just like the phoenix fucking open well like a boston like a boston marathon (laughs) you know what i mean right they've done a few of those before and shit happens and i don't you know i have empathy for everybody involved that suffered loss in that but it's like you can't just stop existing no agreed all right yeah i agree with that yeah all right we writing this yes all right, let's go. Huh, this is good. Very good. I've got it at a one or one. I was going to say, wow, that's a bad rating. <laughs> I got it at a 4.10. All right. This I, is, you cannot taste the 10%. No. At all. Very tasty. I did like. At all. I did like Tim's double IPA of static chip, chipmunk better. Okay. But I went 4.00. This one, okay, so untapped, crowd there. This is a smaller sample size, 572, 572. So it's a little bit more than the people that work at, excuse me, Front Porch Brewing and their family. So, you know, 4.07. Wow, right in between. Right in between. All right. Yep. But- Everybody's on the same page. So 572, 573, 574 people on the same page, right, David? Correct. But 218 is drawing near, Dave. Well, the end of 218 is drawing near. 218 drew near when we finished. I think the, I think the 10% but is anyway, definitely kicking but in. But anyway, yeah. As I look down the bottom of my glass. I can see him out of beer. And as a late, great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. <laughs>